0: This is the dancepreneuring studio podcast session number 163 getting more than what I came for Five, six, seven, eight. Hello there and welcome to session number 163 of the dancepreneuring studio podcast I'm Annette Bone and the dancepreneuring studio is the place where dance inspires life and business I get the joy and the privilege of sharing my journey back into the dance world after a super long hiatus, the lessons I've learned, the transformation I've experienced, and the wonderful artists I've met along the way who also share their stories, their ideas, strategies, and tactics to help move your life and your business forward. So I thought it appropriate to get right into our feature presentation today getting more than what I came for in terms of, first of all, performing pretty soon with the Long Beach Community Theater, and what that process has been like with the initial meetings and the tech rehearsals and really a in, enriching experience more than I thought. And I'm sure that's going to be the case as well when we actually do the show live on Saturday, May 5th from 7 to 9pm. I'll link the information in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 163. If you're in the Greater Los Angeles area and would like to meet me, <laughs> I would love to meet you, so I will put that in the show notes and then also, my experience with the Janet Jackson open audition. who wow, that was an experience, so I'm going to talk a little bit more about that if you didn't catch the live stream, I do go live every week. However, this coming week, I don't know when I'm going live because I will be at jury duty, so who knows how that goes? I've gotten out of jury duty in the past, almost, well, every time this is going to be my first time I couldn't get out of this one. So I'm there. I'm sure it'll be fine. But I will be announcing pretty soon when I'll be going live later on this week. I just don't know when it is. So before all of that, before we get into the feature presentation, I would love to have you in my private Facebook group, the Dancepreneuring Collective. And you can send me a direct message in Facebook, I would be happy to add you and I would love to get to know you better and answer any questions you might have. So go ahead and go to the Dance Printering Collective. I've also linked it in the show notes at AnnetteBone.com forward slash 163. So I look forward to seeing you there. So let's go ahead and get into this feature presentation as I talk about my experience with the Long Beach Community Theater, as well as the Janet Jackson Audition. Thank you so much for joining me. Some people sing in the rain, others dance in the rain. I say, why wait for the rain to dance? I'm Alex Suspedes from the Project Book Podcast, and you're listening to the Dancepreneuring Studio with my good friend, Annette Bone. Now that you're warmed up, get ready to go full out with our feature presentation. Going back to dance about four years ago after a 20 plus year hiatus has been exhilarating. It has been an amazing journey. If you've followed along for any amount of time, as I've been sharing the experiences on my podcast and on social media, it has been a huge blessing but I never thought that I'd be performing and auditioning again. That was never the goal, ever. <laughs> I I didn't want to do that at all, because I had such ooh, interesting experiences in the past that not that they the experiences were bad. It's the way that I perceived and processed the experiences that were not ideal. So <laughs> anyway, I, I just never thought that I would be doing this. So Wow, the fact that I'm going to be performing again with the not again with them, but I'm going to be performing again, this time with the Long Beach Community Theater. And I will be doing a piece called Piece of My Heart that talks about the leap of faith that I took going back to dance. So I get to speak a little bit right before the solo performance. And I'm really excited to share this because I want to show people that it is never too late to go back to what you love to pursue something that you've always wanted to pursue. And that your journey is your own, it doesn't have to look like anybody else's. So I'm, I'm encouraged to encourage other people to do the same thing and more. So with the first rehearsal and dress rehearsal, well, the first rehearsal, the first meeting rehearsal with the Long Beach Community Theater. Wow, what a great group of people, diverse artists from different backgrounds, different ages, different demographics, different stories, obviously but so heartfelt. And I'm so honored to be amongst these people that will be pouring their heart out on stage, come this Saturday at the time of this recording, May 5th, from 7 to 9pm. And again, I'm going to link it in the show notes. And so I really appreciated how organized these meetings have been, how there is a purpose for everything, the people involved. I am very, very impressed with it. And now, it's interesting because there is there is one performer there that I totally have to give it to her. She's the youngest. I think she's 13, and she's going to be speaking and singing. I think this is the first time that she's ever done this. And so it takes a lot of guts to do that, especially at that age. Oh, my gosh. I remember when I was that age, I it took me back, and that's why I'm bringing her up, because it took me back to when I was in this thing back on Guam <laughs> called the Academic Challenge Bowl. I was in the seventh grade and wearing my lovely St. Francis Catholic school uniform. It's this brown and white checkered skirt with a white shirt. And it looked like a tablecloth. And it was always so sweaty, because it's very humid on Guam. And I wore these big square glasses that were too big for my face that that were tinted. So they were halfway tinted. And my hair was all scraggly and grody and, (laughs) and in my face and stuff. And so this beautiful girl is very shy. And I've seen her as we've progressed, I've seen her come out of her shell. and It's been a beautiful process to watch. But it's definitely taken me back to when I was in the Academic Challenge Bowl and also in the Spelling Bee. And I was on TV in this Academic Challenge Bowl. It's public television. And we competed against other schools and different subjects. It's like Jeopardy, but for private schools. And Oh my gosh, I remember seeing that camera shot. I wish I had it. Oh my god, it would it would have been on VHS though. So that that dates me. But I still see my pal, I saw my picture when they showed it and my hair in my face and the oh, it just was a lovely sight. (laughs) So this, you know, just seeing how this, um, this young lady is evolving, and then being reminded of, gosh, I relate to how that feels like to be so withdrawn and inward and shy and taking me back to the academic challenge bowl and the spelling bee. (laughs) Wow, memories. Anyway, so I give it to her and, and all the people that and there's a couple other people that have never performed and are laying it all out there. And they're doing fantastic. And I can't wait to see the finished product come soon. And so I really love the exercises that we went went through. And again, the processes and the organization that's in place and One of the things that was said that I really appreciated was the self talk mindset, which you know, I'm all about that self talk mindset, because it's been such a huge blessing in in everything that I do. And uh, the statement is erase and replace, meaning you want to erase all the negative crap that you're feeding yourself mentally, and replace it with positive replace it with things that uplift you. And so, you know, all this positive self talk and things about uplifting yourself, it it does kind of sound it can be very overplayed and platitudes are all over the place. But I think if you can adjust and apply it to yourself the way that it works for you, it is it is a game changer. It has been for me. And yeah, sometimes it can get kind of cheesy and stuff. And, and, um uh, it do, it might not sound the best for you certain things, but find what works for you. That's the biggest thing for everything for me now find what works for you because something works for everybody. You just have to find what it is. So I am looking forward to this. I'm really excited about this performance and uh, getting to be with these awesome people. So now on to the Janet audition. Oh, man. Wow, that thing I never thought I'd be doing again if you want to check out my live stream that I did, I talk about it. It's on Facebook from Friday, May, no, not May, Friday, April, whatever the date was on Friday, April. I'm gonna to have to link it in the show notes. I don't I don't have it on the top of my head. But 2018 at the time of this recording, April. So actually, you know, I better do it now. So it was uh, Friday, April 27th so check the Facebook live stream. That's when I went live. I don't normally go live that time. But that's when I, I went live for that. So check that out. But anyway, to recap on that, I I wasn't planning on doing it. But I ended up doing the online auditions uh, with the hashtag dance with Janet, which at the time that I checked what there were over 22,000 auditions from all over the world. there's a lot of people. And then at the physical audition, in LA, there were over a th- there were close to 1,000 people, I believe, even on the first day. No, no, total overall, because the first day, I think there were close to 800 because I stayed till the end. So that is a lot of people. And they brought us in by groups of 100 to 200. And when we were waiting, then they took us all in, we learned the combo, and then we were divided into groups of six. So they had a chance to see everybody, even though it was just crazy crowded. And uh, one thing I... <laughs> I've gotten used to it, but just being in an, in an audition and learning the, the choreography, if there is any, that you just, it's so crowded and people are always trying to get to the front because they want to see what's happening. And so sometimes they're really good about switching lines and having the f- the first people in the front bend down so that the people in the back can see. That doesn't always work, though, either. So you just kind of have to deal with it. And that's just kind of the nature of how auditions go, at least the bigger auditions that I've been in. So the Sunday before was on a Monday and Sunday before I thought, okay, do I get into the studio and practice what I want to do for freestyle? Because I know there's going to be a freestyle opportunity. At least I thought there and there was there were two opportunities for freestyle when we went up. And then I thought, no, because really, what's important overall for me is the mindset going in and coming out, because that is what I didn't pay attention to so much back way, way, way back then. So instead of going into the studio and practicing, I went to two yoga classes, and they were exactly what I needed in terms of mindset. And the things that were talked about were so appropriate to what I was going to be experiencing the following day. So I'm so thankful for that and choosing to do that, because that really, really helped me and take you back to (laughs) the mid 90s when um, something I just recently talked about too, about auditioning for Janet's video, one of Janet's videos, and being embarrassed about actually getting in and being in it because I've only I was only in it for a sliver of a second. And I wasn't even dancing. They don't even show me dancing. We were we, I auditioned as a dancer. And we danced there at Elysian Park in LA this and it was a really cool set. Actually, it was really I was really excited, but also naive and not really knowing what was going on and scared and anxious and all those kind of things, because I just didn't have a lot of experience. But it was I really enjoyed dancing there. But then I was disappointed because they didn't show us dancing. They didn't show a lot of well, they showed I think these two twins break dancing. It's been so long since I've seen that video. I don't even know if it's available. So And the thing too, I was embarrassed about is that Janet's not even in it. It's a duet with her and Luther Vandross from the movie Mo Money with Stacey Dash and Damon Wayans. And the song is called Best Things in Life Are Free. And I never talked about that publicly because at the time I thought as a dancer, this is kind of, I mean, it's not a big deal. And I've talked about this so much recently is that I used to think that the epitome of calling yourself an artist or a dancer is all the credits that you've had. And that you can say that you've danced with this artist and that artist. And that that was my goal back then is I wanted to be I wanted to be part of what I wanted to do is I wanted to be a background dancer for all these celebrities and stuff. And I thought, if I achieve that, that I've arrived, quote, unquote, arrived, you know, that's definitely not the case now. So I was, again, I was embarrassed about it. And so now I'm talking about it, because it is part of my story. And it's a reference point now that I did the second Janet Jackson audition, which I never thought that I would do. <laughs> but I'm so glad that I did, because I met some amazing people, the demographics were very varied, at the, in terms of ages, cultural background, experience. And uh, everybody was great and supportive and was really high energy. And I met this one gosh, I met a lot of people. I'm trying to think now, oh, I have to uh, highlight one thing that really inspired and touched me. and And I believe that was one of the reasons why I was there at the time I was there with my dear friend, Renee Harris, who's on session number 10. She has an amazing story. So if you go back, I'll link it in the show notes as well. But she was one of my first interviews. And she's overcome amazing obstacles. I am wow, I, I've seen her go through a lot of these different things. And her book also talks about her experience with uh, growing up with listening to Michael Jackson and Janet Jackson. So this, you know, it it's interesting how all this has come together in these common threads. But so Renee <laughs> convinced me to go with her to this audition. I again, I had no, no uh, desire and no plans to do it. And then I thought, okay, oh, another uncomfortable thing. Okay. <laughs> time to push myself again. So I I'm so glad because again, I, I have no regrets. I don't have to say what if which I did for all those years of what if I did do this? What even Oh, instead of a what if I look like a total fool? Well, so what? You know, that's kind of the whole point, not to not that your goal is to look like the fool, but just that it's okay, if you make mistakes, it's okay, if it doesn't turn out the way you think it's supposed to turn out. It's okay, if people don't choose you, because that doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you, and that you don't have special gifts and abilities and things to serve other people. And I think that is the hugest blessing is to come from that mindset, which, again, I'm going to talk about it all the time is the mindset thing, because that it makes it makes the biggest difference. So I met some people that flew in from different places. And they were so excited to be there. And they were amazing. There were some amazing dancers there. Oh, my goodness. And wow, this one dancer, she was in a wheelchair at the end. And I was so touched because there she was giving it her all. And from what I understand, she was a professional dancer, then got into an accident. And then she's still dancing, which is amazing. So I was so inspired and it just made me want to work that much harder. And also that there are no excuses really to not go for what you want. You just have to find what works for you and work through whatever you need to work through. And that was very apparent with what she was doing and the example that she had set. So that was... I think whoever got to witness that and be there for that moment, would it was a gift, it was truly a priceless gift. So, wow, what an experience, both experiences of uh, my upcoming performance with the Long Beach Community Theater, and then with Janet Jackson's audition, to summarize everything into a short sentence, I would say, go for it. <laughs> that's what I say, go for it, whatever it is that you are thinking about, and something looks exciting to you. Or you always thought, Oh, what if this happens? Or what if, what if I try this? What if, what are what are the possibilities? It's exciting to think that way instead of Oh, my gosh, what if I look like a total fool? (laughs) But sometimes you got to look like a fool to move forward. And that's okay, because not everybody's going to remember that. And you're the only one really that's going to be focused on what you might have perceived that you did wrong, when it's really not wrong, it's just a different result. And then you learn and you move on. Easier said than done. I know, I know. I definitely know. So anyway, I hope that you find something that you can experience like this, that you choose to do that. And then tell me about it. I would love to hear about it. Oh, my goodness. I would love to hear about what you have going on and uh, how you've overcome and, and the steps that you're taking. And they don't have to be big steps. They don't at all, because it's it's the it's a marathon. And it's those consistent little steps that are going to move you forward. If you choose to do that. So I really hope that you do choose to do that. I'm so thankful that you joined me today. I pray that you have an exceptional week, and more blessings than you can imagine. I look forward to spending time with you again. Thank you for listening. This has been a session of the Dancepreneuring Studio. Find the archives of this show at netbone.com slash podcast or on iTunes. Contact Annette at anettebone.com. This podcast copyright by Anettebone.com and Dancepreneuring.com. All rights reserved. The Dancepreneuring Studio is the place where dance inspires life and business.